All right, guys, we got a good one for you tonight. We are doing, as you can see from Ernie's background, our favorite Prince deep cuts. Yes, there's lots of them. Dude, there's, there's a verse in there. He says, in the early morning, when I feel, when I'm feeling nice, I walk by the mirror and kiss it twice. When it comes to perfume, it's on the shelf. I get it down. If ain't nobody around, I, I, I smell myself. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. <gasps> Am I walking around, Paul? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Top 5. I'm your host, Joey Casada. And I'm Apollonia. You are no Apollonia. That's for sure. You might be one of the Apollonia 12 or 18, whatever the hell they were. Not number one, that's for sure. And all the way from Podcast Rock City, not many people know this, but the voice of top five intro, Mr. Sonny, and I'm not sure why they call him this, Hollywood Pony. How's it going, guys? Actually, the Hollywood has to do with Prince. Maybe we'll get back into that, but uh, it actually has a Prince, Prince tie. Is that true? That is absolutely true. All right, we got, we got it. We got. Well, you might as well yeah, tell we the story. story. So, um, you know, I, I've worked in retail a long time. We're all drunks. That's just how it goes. Uh, I'm not drunk anymore, but I was then. So somehow, in our drink, uh, drunken rage, we end up at bar after bar after bar in San Francisco, and I don't know. We end up at this bar twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning, and they're doing karaoke. Now. I've been known to do karaoke every once in a while, but I didn't feel like it that night. So I was like, oh, Sonny, go up there, sing, blah, 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 nah, dude, I'm retired. I'm not doing that shit, whatever. I was hammered enough, though, that somebody signed me up, and I'm like, all right, I'll go do it. And it was Kiss by Prince. Now, I don't know what key I did it in. <laughs> but when I got off stage, people clapped because I was brave enough to go up there. And one of my friends, as a term of endearment for sandbagging, says stupid hollywood and that's where it stuck wow yeah what a perfect segue ernie <laughs> has been known to do karaoke in his day right Ern? still do sonny the first time i heard ernie do karaoke we we're way on a trip and i believe you did hopelessly devoted to you right Ern? oh <laughs> uh back then it would have been that and uh, probably uh roxanne back then I think Hopelessly wow. Devoted was the first one. And I heard rumors that it's epic, but I never saw it in person. And there was not a lot of video cameras and stuff back then. So we're drinking, we're eating, we're drinking. He starts and he gets into the big Olivia Newton-John stuff. And I literally throw up in my mug. I'm laughing so hard. Everything that I'm eating and drinking, I threw up in my mug. I'm not drunk yet. It's not that time yet. 
but I threw it all up from laughing so hard. Praise wow. Wow. <laughs> and you did all the high notes like you, well, like he, all the falsettos, all of it. Oh, uh, <laughs> he goes way I, higher. He sh overshoots. Wow. Okay. Hard to be sharp at falsetto, but I guess you could do it. Uh, no, he goes full voice. Not, he doesn't. He doesn't even know what falsetto means. Wow! Good. All right. I'm that person in the middle of the karaoke night where everybody before me is the the best people, and then once I go, then everybody starts going up. Nobody cares anymore. Then the fun. Yeah, it's true. The fun begins. Then everyone realizes, okay, I can't be worse than this guy. Let's go. They should pay me. <laughs> Dude, my first karaoke song was Drive by the Cars, and I was so nervous. I, oh, my God. I Like, you know how you get that, like, flutter in your voice? Dude, I'm sweating up there in this stupid song. And I picked a song that you have to sing well because it's so slow. Right, I should have yeah. done something a little bit faster. You should make some mistakes. <laughs> oh, man, it was brutal. Well, we li listen, thanks so much for coming on. We've been trying to get you on, figure out a great topic. This was it. I know you're a big Prince fan. We had picked uh, the greatest, you know, band members that one time. We both wanted Prince. I think you got him before me one time. We actually redid that topic on our show, and I took him on that. So Yeah, I saw uh, that. We, I know you're a big Prince fan. I wanted to have you on for this. So today we're doing Prince Deep Cuts. Now, people are going to say, what the hell does that mean? Now, obviously, Ernie always has 20,000 rules. Ernie, why don't you explain what a Prince Deep Cut is? Well, we were talking about how uh, wrong my list was, but I basically chose all the top 10 hits. And well, what I thought was the top 10 hits, and I just uh, printed them out. Right. So I, what he just said, so he he sent me a list of, I don't how many songs were on that list, Sonny? Do you remember? Uh, probably like 25 yep, or 30. 25 songs-ish. So I sent them to Sonny. I said, here's, here's the stuff that's off the table. Ernie said, these are all the top 10 hits. Sonny? Uh, those aren't top 10. Hits. <laughs> I think you got all of them, but not all those are top 10. hits. I know. I'm like I looking, I'm like, that's like number 40. Why is that on the list? Oh, wow. Then I really overshot. Well, I want to be your I, lover's 11. You said, right? I want to be your lover's number 11. I, I know that wasn't top 10, but I threw it on. Number 11 real close. Yeah. Uh, 99, 1999's only number 12. Ooh, well, there you go. <laughs> but just so you know, Sonny, he he's constantly texting me throughout the day. Now, we set the ground rules pretty early in the day. So I'm starting to come up with my list. I'm going through the stuff that I love. And then Ernie shoots me a text. Hey, why don't we take this album off the list, too? And why don't we exclude this? I'm like, get the hell out of here. I'm already in knee deep into my I got 30 songs already. I'm not taking full albums off the list. Your list. You already set the ground rules. That's it. So I'll even post what Ernie sent. I'll post it right now. Here are the here are the songs that are off. You know what, Sonny? You have it in front of you. Uh yeah, I do actually. Read it for uh, me. I know yeah. one. Read me the songs that are off the one off the top. table. All right. So there was twenty three songs. Uh, I want to be your lover. Nineteen ninety nine. Little Red Corvette. Delirious. Let's go crazy. When doves cry. I would die for you. Purple rain. Raspberry Beret, Pop Life, Kiss, Sign of the Times, You Got the Look, I Could Never Take the Place of Your Man, Alphabet Street, Bat Dance, Get Off, Cream, Diamonds and Pearls, Seven, My Name is Prince, The Most Beautiful Girl in the World, 
and bet you by golly wow. So yeah, for I, me, yeah, a couple of mistakes. Not nah, listen, I don't care about top ten. The way I look at deep cuts is the average Prince fan or just the, the average music fan probably knows most of those songs. We're gonna pick songs that hopefully maybe the average fan doesn't know of. He, hey, check this song out here. And I'm not going for the cool deep cuts. Ernie likes to be smarter than everyone in the room, Sonny, just so you know. So Ernie will go for the songs. That, <laughs> right, am I wrong, It's a Ernie? curse. It's a curse. <laughs> I'm going for stuff I love. They're still off big albums. They're probably still songs people know, but they're not necessarily big, big hits that the mainstream audience knows. What, what did you go for, Sonny? What was your criteria? Well, I'm a I'm a huge Prince fan. Prince is my number one guy. So I have 5,100 versions of songs oh in my, my library by Prince. Okay, so I'm like, wait, all right, is that well, a real number? That's not a real. That number. is a 5106 is actually the real number. Ernie. Yeah. I got 37. We're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, no charting hits. Okay, I'll take that off. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to repeat any albums. Let me take that off. I'm like, I don't want to repeat any years. Let me take that off. Jesus. No live tracks, no ballads. That got me Ooh. to about 100. Then I'm like, all right, take the take the 80s out. That got me to 50. Take I'm like, all right, out. take out 90 to 94. That got me to 20. And then I had to go with a five from there. So everything I have is 95 and newer. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the, I, might, I might have one song older than 95. I I'm I'm consider myself a really big Prince fan, but I don't know a lot of the newer stuff. I'm a big pop Prince fan. I'm I don't love when he got super, if you want to call it hip hop. If he got a little too hip hoppy for me for a while there. I like early pop Prince, even some of the newer pop stuff. But he gets every once in a while he'll go a little too the other way for me. What about you, Ryan? How did you, any criteria or you just went with your favorites? Um, one thing I did similar to, um, to Sonny is, um, I only chose one song per album, but other than that, um, no other, uh, rules. Yeah. I didn't do that on purpose, but it turned out that I did that too. I have five different albums. Yep. All right, let's start it up. Pooney, you're the guest. What do you got? Number five. All right, so my number five, 2006, album 3121. We're going to go with Lolita. Miss up ID. I know you're fine. From head to pumps, if you were mine. We bump, bump, bump. Your life's too young to keep my stash. You try to write, check your body, can't cash. You can't hang with this girl. Look out. Lolita, you're sweeter. But you never make a cheater out of me. And uh, there's an interesting story behind this because he did it on American Idol. And if you remember, they didn't know if he was going to show up or not because he didn't come to any of the rehearsals. And uh, what's his name? What's that dude's name that did American Idol? Simon uh, Cowell? The, no, no, no. The the host guy. I always forget oh, his oh, name. Uh, Ryan oh, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like ready to close down the show because he's looking around and there isn't anybody here. And Prince, I don't think he ever signed the contract or whatever. And come to find out, the story goes, Limo pulls up, he gets out with two girls, 
takes a whiff of oxygen, goes straight to the stage, does two songs. One of them was Lolita, turns around, winks at somebody, gets back in the limousine, left, and gave the check to the nearest children's hospital. Is that <laughs> is that a true story? Is this like a Prince, you know, myth? Who knows? You don't know, right? I don't even so, remember. I watch American Idol all the time. I don't even remember that. Yeah, it was on a final show, I think in uh, 2007, maybe. What was the other song was, he did? I think he did Te Amo Corzan. I think that's what he did. But huh. basically, he was just standing there with two girls dancing around him. That's There was like the band, or I don't know if it was backing track playing. It was probably the no American idea. Idol band, probably ready to go. Yeah, yeah. And this this song has, if you've ever heard it, it's got hints of Senorita by J- Justin Timberlake. And, you know, this is now this is a sunnyism. I don't know this to be true, but I think and it rings true in some of these other songs. Prince was watching what was going on everywhere. And sure. anytime he saw somebody do something cool, he was like, yeah, we're doing that, but I'm going to do it better. Right. That 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 young man thinks he can do X, Y, Z. This is how you do that. Do it once, drop the mic, move on. You know, that kind of thing. And this feels a lot like Timberlake's hot shit right now. Let me put that guy in his place a little bit. This is how you do a song if you want to do something with a Spanish feel. So Lolita, yeah, one of my favorite songs. I don't know it. Ernie? I might have listened to the album only once or twice, so I barely remember it. But I do like when you said how he um, he's always listening to music that's out now. Because I used to argue Prince is the new version of David Bowie, who was also very similar, that he would um he would just take what music is big now rather than you know, and then make the best album and then move on. And what you said is true. Prince usually, you know what, could do it better than everyone else. Yeah, and there's just uh, you know, and that's why I think he alienated some of his fans, right? He went from pop to this R&B to movie prints to hip hop to yeah. rock. He hit his music for a while. Then he was giving it away free. Then you had to be a part of some, you know, super duper club to get it. Like it's really hard for casual friends then to stick around. <laughs> they basically just remember purple rain and nothing else. And it's, it's true because that's kind of when I started getting away from Prince a little bit. I remember when crystal crystal ball, was that like the three, yeah. it was like three discs felt yep. like it felt like 200 songs. I know it wasn't, but it came out and I was like, it was overload. And then I felt like everything after that once he, I think Chris was crystal ball. The first one he did on his own. No, I think he did Emancipation on his own, but I'm not sure too? about that. But yeah. I mean, Emancipation was definitely a, a more regular album. Uh, yeah. I even have some Emancipation stuff on my list. But uh, Crystal Ball felt like it was just so – he had no filter. Let's put every song – he almost feels like that Gene Simmons syndrome. Let's write 200 songs and just put them out. And that's when I slowly started getting away from Prince a little bit. Funny thing about yeah, this wall is that there's actually another secret album hidden in the back of the box. An album called The Truth. Yeah. That oh, the truth is from Crystal Ball? It's like hidden in, in the back. You gotta open the back of the, the, the box set. The I box. don't remember that coming with that. I have one of the I the one of the truth songs on my list. It's not it, it's on my honorable mentions, but it's I didn't know, realize that that was with Crystal Ball. Yeah. The one thing that was consistent was the lyric writing 
right? Like it's oh, yeah. like even in even this song, you're a v, VIP at least to me. Come here and show me some ID. I know you're fine from head to pumps. If you were mine, we'd bump, bump, bump. Like that's <laughs> that's back to '78 Prince, right? Right. But right. so that never left even in 2006. Yeah, I mean, listen, no one's gonna argue his talent. I just wish. Like you said, you alienate people when you release almost, you can release too much stuff. When you release 30, 40 songs on a, on a CD, it's hard to process. So it alienates. Kiss did it with the four solo albums, kind of. It's hard to process all that music when you're a fan. So it hurts after a while. All right, Ern, yeah, what do you got? Number five. My number five, which actually the first time I heard it, it wasn't um, a Prince song. It was uh, Cindy Lauper redoing it. What, but the, when you were mine from 1980. I mean, Cindy Lauper introduced me to the song, but that's only because of what age I was at. But the Prince version rules. Yeah, that's uh, that's on my list, asshole. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Supposedly, he wrote that. I think he was on tour with Rick James, and he wrote it in a hotel room. Isn't that incredible? I mean, yeah, just how is that not a Prince hit too? That song is so. So phenomenally good. How is it not a hit? Is it? Is it really? I mean, I know what was it? Nineteen eighty. That song. Yeah. yeah, Dirty Mind, right? Yep. Yeah. It's his first great album, um, in my opinion. I just don't even understand how that 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 song doesn't chart. When I had it on my list, I looked it up four times to make sure it wasn't on the charts, and it's not. Crazy. Yeah, but is it possible, like? DJs or record, uh, not radio stations actually are like looking at this. It's called Dirty Mind. Yeah, we're not messing with that, right? Uh, you're just coming in from the, yeah, you're coming out from disco and into like new wave. And yeah, can you play something that says Dirty Mind on it? I don't know. Yeah, and he wasn't was, big yet. I mean, I want to be your lover was out, but nothing else really, right? The only right. single from Dirty Mind was um, Uptown. What else from the, the album before that? The, just the Prince album. Just I want to be, I want to be your lover. Is that the only single? Uh, Sexy dancer. Oh yeah. Um, and then remember, he had for you came before Prince, so yeah, soft and wet right. out there. Right. Yeah, just as long as we're together. So, but yeah, he wasn't big yet. Yeah, a great pick. I mean, I might change my picks a little bit, but that was, that was up there for me, Aaron. That was up All those songs and you guys got a repeat? What the hell's wrong? We're going to have a couple repeats. Me well just just I'll 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 preface all this. Ernie really started me on Prince too. So a lot of my Prince knowledge and you know, he fed me a lot of albums, you know. So those albums stuck with me whereas some of the Pooney albums, those that later stuff, I don't know that well. Whereas the albums Ernie's talking about I know very well because of him. So we're going to have, I have a feeling we're going to have at least two the same 
I didn't. I thought he would forget about that one, but I guess I was wrong. All right. So, uh, he, I was. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move around my picks a little bit because this one song I really want at number one. I was gonna put it at number five just so nobody picks it. But now that I know Pooney's only picking new ones, and I think Ernie's smart enough to know that this is my favorite Prince song. I'm gonna put put it back at number one. I'm not gonna say it yet. I'll go back to my original number five, which is a little earlier than Ernie's last pick. And it's one, it's one of my, it's, it's Prince. Prince, when Prince is heavy and yet he has those pop sensibilities with his, his lyrics and his falsetto, to me, there's nothing better. I love even the early production of the heavy Prince. And this, this guitar riff is one of my favorites ever. Bambi. my favorites so good um later on like this there's, there's so many songs where you hear a lot of heavy stuff going on like in darling nikki at the end you hear double bass you hear all this crazy guitar but the mix is so pop oriented now it's buried like me being a rock fan i could hear that stuff in the mix i hear the double bass going crazy at the end of darling nikki i hear the guitar tones but it's buried with this big giant keyboard over it just hitting chords so nobody even realizes it but still back in on the prince album bambi is just guitar real drums full rock song with basically like michael jackson vocals on it and that's how i always found that's always how i always heard it loved the song always loved it ernie introduced me to it Hopefully, I took his pick. Michael Jackson uh, vocals, but not Michael Jackson lyrics. No, no way. <laughs> oh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that song's got a little Hendrix in it, right? Because he was a huge Hendrix fan. Absolutely. That's why when people go, oh, it was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when I really understood that Prince could play guitar, I'm like, then you ah. ain't been listening. <laughs> I'm doing a Prince show. I, I teach. Oh, I'm the music director over at School, oh, school of Rock in New Jersey. We're doing a. We just started a Prince show, and we're doing all Prince songs. It's going to be phenomenal. And these are all rock kids. You know, they're like, "Oh, Prince, we're we going to have guitar in this, or it's going to be all keyboard." I'm like, w "Just wait, wait till you see what I got in store for you. It's going to be amazing." <laughs> Zana Lee would be a good one on that list if you yes, don't have. Yes, that's it. a great one too. Yeah, I only yeah, started yeah. the first four songs. I didn't pick more after that, but yes, oh, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. All right, so that's my number five, Sonny. Back to you. All right. So uh, the one thing I love about Prince, and I think a lot of people love about Prince is there's just certain stuff only he can pull off. 
Uh, my next song, my number four is 1995's Off the Gold Experience, Billy Jack Bitch. Billy Jack Bitch! Billy Jack That sample, bitch, right over and over. Like who can, nobody can pull that off, right? It's just, it's really tough. And when he is pissed, when he is mad about something, he is at his best. And this song was about that lady that was writing all that crap about him in the papers. And even then, you know, at the end, (laughs) he's trying not to like really call her specifically out, but her name is Cheryl Johnson. And in the end, he says, CJ, Billy Jack, uh, Billy Jack, bitch. But right before that line, he says, Joy's in the dictionary, CJ. Well, CJ's also Cheryl Johnson. So is that Billy Jack, bitch? You know what I mean? So it's like, that I, didn't, little... I never even put it together, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's an interesting song, but that sample, dude, that sample over <laughs> and over, it just makes you sound, it makes you feel like Prince had all these tracks. He's like, all right, we got like, 64 tracks today. I don't want to waste any. So what can we do Let's just put, to him, put yeah. something in? Right. <laughs> but it's a great song. Yeah, Billy Jack Bitch. You guys know that song? Yeah, I know that one. It's a great album. So. I agree. That's a great record. That's a record that... Uh, any hits on that record? Uh, 95. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Gold Experience had... Um, let's see. Let me think here. Uh, it had I Hate You. But That's that, on the gold gold yeah. experience. I hate you. That that got to number twelve. Oh, it did. Gold gold was on that album. Um, well, yeah, that got to well, number yeah, eighty-eight. Don't keep rattling them off because I have <laughs> I have one later, yeah. but possibly on here. So yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> those were the only too. two real singles. Those were the only two real singles. I know the one Ernie loves on that record. I won't talk about it yet. Maybe it'll be his next pick. Coming right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect segue. Give it to us. Well, there's two. I don't know which one you went with. I went with the party one. Uh, all right. My number four. I'm going to use the edited title of this song. P Control. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Boys and motherfucking girls. This is your captain with no name speaking And I'm here to rock your world With a tale that will soon be classic About a woman you already know No prostitute she but the mayor of your brain Pussy control Are you ready? That's a great song. <laughs> oh, it's it's such a it's such a party tune. 
Uh, uh, Joe, Joey could tell you that when oh, we yeah. had it on in the Hamptons for the first time, <laughs> even, though nobody, even though nobody knew the song, the, the, the place erupted. It doesn't matter, right? <laughs> yeah, as, as much as I like it, and it is, like you said, a party song, these are the Prince songs that ah, I'm like, to me, it's just too much that way. I want fun party prints. Uh, can never take the place of your man is like one of my favorite print songs ever. That's the pop sensibilities I want. You know what I mean? Ernie wants, yeah, some, pe Ernie wants some peak control. <laughs> you don't like shock value prints. That's what it is. Exactly. And, and, but, and only really honestly, because I almost feel like, like you said before, he does that stuff on purpose. And I, I don't I don't need that from you. You're so good and so talented. I don't need you to to do that. But I get it. They're still good songs. <laughs> all right, where are, so all right, so I'm gonna go, you know what? I'll go one off the same record. How's that? One, two, three. I like it. Again, it's along the line. It's and it's a perfect one for right after my my Bambi pick. Another crazy guitar driven song, heavy song, and not all my songs are these heavy Prince songs, but it just so happens that this is these two were back to back like this, Endorphin Machine. So good, so heavy, but yet heavy, but yet pure pop lyrics and and feel and melody and the way Prince delivers it, awesome. I love the ending of that song in particular. So good. Where, where it sounds like somebody stepped on his foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he went back out with Third Eye Girl, man, they brought that song back because it's so rocking. And it comes off so well live. It's so and good. They were, and they were trying to do more of a rock feel. And that yeah. fuzz production in that thing gives it a really good rock feel. But it just, it's crazy that those three songs are on the same record. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know what I mean? That's, but that's in a way, Sonny, what you said before, it's almost, it's amazing, but yet it, it almost, it, it bites himself in the ass because it, it alienates people. It's hard for ha to have people love that whole record or any of these records because everything is so different. It's almost like when More Than Words came out, when Extreme uh, released that, and then everyone started returning the record because when they heard it, they were like, what the hell is this? I don't want Get the Funk Out and all this other stuff. Yeah, even that record's got Dolphin on it. Right? You <laughs> think about Dolphins. I'm like, really? That's the other one I thought Ernie was going to pick. Remember I said two? I actually forgot about Pete Control. I thought you were going to go with Dolphin, Ernie. I love Dolphin. 
<laughs> if I, I came back as a dolphin. I mean, really? Yeah. Did you ever see him do that live on one of the talk shows? Dolphin? When he, he gets shot at the end? No. Oh, no Are you serious or no? One of the, um one of his entourage has like a has like a fake gun or a finger and boom and he just collapses and he, <laughs> they drag him off stage. That's how it ends. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, we're talking about a genius, but he's an absolute maniac too. Oh no, yeah, no doubt. Oh. All right, Poonie, we're moving along here. What do you got, number three? All right, so I'm going to go with a song that uh, if you want, you can play it for anybody. Like, you can't play P-Control when your wife's around, right? But you can play <laughs> this song for anybody, 2007's From Planet Earth, Guitar. Have you ever heard that song? No, I don't know it. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically Wait, what's the uh, name of the song? Guitar? Guitar, yeah. It's uh it's basically like a U2 type guitar riff, right? Um and the the hook is uh you know I love you baby, but not like I love my guitar. <laughs> right? Like and that. that's that's the whole hook. And the guitar solo's awesome and it's like a pop rock type tune. Like I'm not I'm not a guitar player, so I, I guess I would never say, you know, I love you, baby, but not like I love my guitar. But, you know, he wasn't singing about, like, sour cream and ice cream and stuff. Mm. Otherwise, I guess I would could say something <laughs> like that. Um, but he does something, and I, I know you guys know what I'm talking about when I talk about earworms. Like, um, so the the hook goes, not like I love my guitar, not like I love my guitar. He probably says it 10 or 12 times in choruses and stuff. And at the end, he'll say, well, you know, not like I love my, well, you know, the rest, right? So he won't say the last right. word. I'd love it when he does stuff like that. It drives me nuts that because it's so cool, but you wouldn't catch it unless you were paying attention and it makes you pay attention. And it's just a simple little rock song and planet earth was interesting, right? Because it was all done. It's supposed to get set out, distributed. And then he puts it free in a UK paper one day. And all of a sudden, you got the free CD if you bought the newspaper that day. I don't know. The, I don't know the bad. record almost at all. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's hit and miss. It's the same Prince, uh, especially later Prince, but that one's more rock tune. I gotta try it. The whole the whole record is is you would say is a little more rocking than than usual. Fifty fifty. Okay, I, I yeah. gotta give it a shot. Ernie, you know that song? I don't think so. I don't have that album. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard that that album at all. Again, that's those are the years where, like I said, I'm fading away a little bit from Prince. Yeah, you hear a guitar, you're gonna be like, oh, okay, I get it. That's a yeah, good song. Yeah. Nice. Thirty-one twenty-one, I, I think, was the la was the last. And then there were no more music stores in my neighborhood to buy CDs. <laughs> that's true. Right. Well, there's this thing called the internet, and there's thing called Spotify. 
Look, Ernie, they're all here. Look. <laughs> all the records. You can ask Joey. I, I know nothing about the internet. No, he really doesn't. Ernie, so give you I'll give you a little backstory. Ernie was our internet before there was the internet. Ernie was the Ernie was Google before Google. If we had a question, yeah, but... we would ask Ernie. He would make something up because we knew we he yeah. knew we didn't know the answer. He would say something and we were like, oh shit, how does he know that? And he'd be like, totally wrong every time. We have a we're positive of it. I was dying when I heard that in one of the episodes. I'm like, oh, that's totally something I would do. Because I would anybody know. No. Well, one, they, I'm telling you, this went on for years. There was, Ernie, remember when there was one party we were at? And again, he's music knowledge up the ass. Anything you want to know, we would ask him. And he would spit out some random fact, probably fake. But we believed him because he's Ernie. We were at some party and there was a girl there we didn't know. And... She starts calling him out on everything. Wait, that that's not right. That uh, blah 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 blah. And then he's like, "Uh, well, um, uh... <laughs> completely busted." I was considering hooking hooking up with her until that point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, what do you got? Number three. Uh, uh it's kind of like Bohemian Rhapsody style. It's uh, keeps changing. Uh, three chains of gold. That never charted? No, it's a it's like six, no. seven minutes long. It's the closest he's ever come to like Dio lyrics, like real Dungeons and Dragons style song. And I like that song. Oh yeah. Very weird. Yeah, I mean uh, again, that's when we you hear the picks if when we put these songs up, hopefully YouTube will let me keep them up. Either way, it'll be on the audio version. You'll hear the differences in these songs. People, like you said, don't realize the 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 broad span of Prince's musical career. People don't realize it. They really don't. So if you haven't heard that song in a while, that song is, like you said, it's all over the place, Ernie, right? One sitting. That is not patched together. That's him sitting down one time in one session, doing it and going home. Is that true? That is true. Amazing. Insane. Just, that's just so amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you'll see what my number one is later, but my number one is like the exact opposite of that song. You'll see, and it's <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's all him. He's doing everything. It's you'll see. Anyway, 
So where are we? My number three, I believe, right? So yep. this this is e easily probably I'm gonna say almost within 20 years. This is my newest newest song. This is off music musicology. And I don't I don't think this is not on your list, but I thought this charted somewhere. Cinnamon Girl. talking pop perfect pop song hook after hook after hook just a great song i i don't know did it chart anywhere no, no. Uh, well it charted in some countries but nowhere near the u.s it's it, again most people won't know this song but go put it on on musicology which is actually a good album that's one of the later prince albums that i actually like and i don't know you know i don't know what the difference is it just seems more streamlined rather than really all over the place cinnamon girl killer song great hooks great riff again it's back to me back to early 80s pop prince that's what i that's why i like it so much absolutely uh, it's an 80s sounding yep, song. totally and I, again that's and again that's why i like it even though it's on a two, 2004 album all right we are flying here all right sonny what do you got number two so my number two is also off musicology. Illusion, coma, pimp, and circumstance. She knew it fucked the youth, but she couldn't dance. So he hip that to the funk in exchange for the finance. Who's pimping who? Nobody gets a second chance. This is the story of illusion, coma, pimp, and circumstance. She was older. But rich beyond compare She dropped a thousand dollars at the salon Just to get her hair did When was oh, the last I, time you heard that song? I don't remember That's it. a good one That's good So the chorus goes She knew which fork to use But she couldn't dance So he, so he hipped up to her the funk in, in exchange for the finance Who's pimping who When nobody gets a second chance This is the story of Illusia, Coma, Pimp, and Circumstance so it's about a lady who is ugly as hell. He even calls her ugly in the song, by the way. And But he's so hooked up into the money that he thinks he's using her, and reality is she's using, she's using him. I That's what the go, song's about. I got to go back and listen to it. I don't remember it at all. And it's got this weird, fuzzy production. And, dude, I am a sucker for starting a song with a chorus. Dude, I am such a sucker. Yeah. Nobody who does that. Nobody. I love You're that. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and it's just – and. It's also interesting is when he, when he says the line, she knew which fork to use at the beginning of that course, he says it almost like in a minor key, like he's almost off a little. <laughs> and so the music has to go there, which it gives it this like Middle Eastern flavor almost. Huh. 
right? And I'm like, oh, that was a good idea. Is that by mistake? Like, that's the part you don't know. Is that genius or is that just simple mistake? I think it's both. I think it's it's probably experimentation and then it's probably probably some kind of substance abuse maybe at the time. And then it's also the wherewithal after the fact to keep it, which a lot of artists today try to make the perfect sounding records and they get rid of any kind of flubs or mistakes or little uh, cross tone stuff that, that technically isn't right, but still sounds good. So I think he still, he was smart enough and in his own bubble, he didn't give a shit probably. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, there's, there's, and it's, it almost feels like in the lyrics on that song, he's almost writing a, reading a movie script because he's playing like two or three different people. <laughs> so he's using two or three different voices, which is really cool. I, I really don't remember it. Ernie, you know this? I, I do remember that song. It's one, it's one of the few songs I remember from the album. Song two on the album. Yeah, I got to go back. That and guitar, I'm, I'm going to listen to right after this. I can't wait. Oh, you're going to love my number one. I bet you've never heard my number one. I haven't heard three of your songs so far. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie, what do you got? Number two. Uh, I, I love this song. Um, Anastasia from the Love oh. Sexy album. Anastasia, come to me. Talk to me. Ravish me. This could be my number one. I'm, it, it, I'm going back and forth. I, it's, it reminds me when George Harrison released All Things Must Pass, that all that spiritual stuff, and everybody made a big deal. I didn't think it was a big deal because it's, he was spiritual with the Beatles. Right. But when Prince did it, it, it was definitely a crazy shift. I mean, he just, he just demanded that a record company not release the album he just made and destroy all the copies. <laughs> what I don't remember what was that? Uh, what album was that? The Black Album? Yeah. Did it ever see the light of day? Um or pieces of it decade, saw the light a decade of later. Yeah. Well, I think it was like a punishment that the record company was punishing him because he really started getting the record company pissed off. The whole name change and Well, that's when he wanted out of the that's when then when he wanted out, right? Absolutely. He probably wanted out before that, but he right. was he was fighting to he was gonna die fighting by that point, I feel. No, I don't remember obviously I, I remember this happening, but I don't remember did he ever like really come out publicly and say, I want out because they they're they own my publishing, they're not giving me the what was it? Was it publishing? Was that the was that the deal? Yeah, the issue was they're they're becoming rich. Right. off of my music and then they're trying to control what i'm doing that all became a lot clearer later on in life when he was out there pimping you need to own your own music you need right. to own your own music right and even the record companies i mean they made some mistakes because 
they they like okay go release this little single you want to release we'll let you do it you ain't gonna make no money anyway and it was the most most beautiful girl in the world and it right. went number one and they went nuts and they're like oh my god this guy's gonna be completely uncontrollable now right right um that's although all that stuff is right and you know i you got uh, especially you joe you're in the music industry and i get all that i just wish he wouldn't have took the issue public because he seemed whiny like the whole slave thing on this face or whatever yeah, i get I it you're standing up to the man but come on dude and you know what too what he's fighting for at that point he's so big so what what people don't know is so there's difference between owning your publishing which is owning the rights to your songs and then there's something called owning your your masters which is the actual recordings of that song that's why you see bands redo records all the time, re-record old songs. It's because like a band like Kiss did those remakes, a band like Twisted Sister redoes um, Stay Hungry, they do Still Hungry. They own the publishing of those songs so they can go out and re-record them on their own money and release it, release it again and license it to movies, blah, blah, blah. What they don't own, they don't own the master recordings from those original albums so that's the difference so twisted sister if they license out the original version of we're not going to take it the record company gets most of that money because they own that recording even though twisted sister owns the publishing and the rights to the song they don't own that actual recording and that's that's really what prince was fighting about more than just publishing i think which is really crazy because the record companies at that point are funding everything so they they should own the actual recordings as long as you keep your publishing you're good the record companies that's how they make money they have to own your recordings they pay for it he wanted to own the masters i i remember that yeah saying that all the time and again and i get it it's just it you're taking advances a record company says hey prince here's two million dollars make a new record for us he goes and makes it they own that tape. They own it because they paid for it. If I say, Ernie, here's, here's, here's a million dollars, go buy me a new car, and you come back with a new car, it's my car. It's not your car. You bought it for me. I give you the money. And they can market you like no one can, right? Yeah, so that's what course. he was trying. He's like, okay, screw them. I'm going to go to the MPG Music Club and market myself. Right. You got nowhere. Doesn't work. It doesn't work. These, as much as as much money as a guy like Prince has, these labels and you know TV networks, whatever those big businesses, they're bigger than life. They're gonna not only market you, but if you go the other way, they'll block. They'll block you too. They'll blacklist yeah. you. They, they'll they'll make sure that you don't get to the public. That you don't get appearances on the right TV shows. That you don't get your ad play on, on certain radio stations. They have all the inside connections. So it's, it's a, listen, it's a tough, it's a tough business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Where were we? Uh, that was your, oh, Ernie, Ernie picked number two. I'm up to my number two, right? All right. So my number two, <clears throat> this is definitely a really popular song. I had to go with it because it's not on the charts. And I'm hoping that a lot of people just don't know about it. It's obviously, it's on the biggest record. It's on Purple Rain. That's why I wanted to keep Purple Rain on the on the list. Ern. It's probably my second favorite song off the record besides Purple Rain. I love the song Purple Rain. It's one of my top five songs probably of all time. But this song, especially the end, 
when he starts really losing his mind vocally. Beautiful ones. What's it gonna be, babe? I know it's super popular. I get it. It's 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 not a it's not a deep deep cut, but it's probably deep for people who don't just you know randomly know Prince. People don't know that song. You don't hear it played a lot. It is an absolutely phenomenal song from the beginning, and it gets stronger when he starts going crazy at the end. I get chills every. I can listen to it five times in a row. I get chills every time. You suck, Joe. Oh yes. <laughs> Oh, that's why I stayed away from that record. Because I thought you were going to go with Baby, I'm a Star. A right? Because I'm like, oh, he's about to say Baby, I'm a Star. I thought he was going to say <laughs> Darling Nikki. <laughs> Darling, Nikki <laughs> Darling Nikki's on my honorable mentions, but it didn't make the list. <laughs> Which oh, is man. another great one. Oh, I feel so good. Well, you know, just so you know, you technically took my number one, too, which I'm I'm. I rearranged to to get it out of there when you were mine was was up there for me. So we're even, you son of a bitch. How's the family? <laughs> That's the best. That's a f- <laughs> you look so fucking good. What did, what did you say? You look nice tonight. <laughs> Ernie, how many times did we say that in our lifetime? Oh. It never worked as an um as uh, a pickup line for us. No, it never works. Never works. <laughs> we were happy either way. <laughs> I'm so I'm sure Sonny knows the reference, but tell tell our listeners, Ern. Uh from the from the movie, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, when he's um he's trying to pick up Apollonia. He goes, either somebody put something in my drink or you're the finest. And then he says a, a really bad word <laughs> in this place. And she goes, What did you say? What'd you say? You look nice tonight. <laughs> oh, you look nice. I said you look nice tonight. Oh, it's so good. We use it all the time. <laughs> Me and Ernie used to do it all the time. We go, you, you look. What'd you say? You look nice tonight. <laughs> and that's it. Let me tell you something. As as goofy as that movie is, that's an underrated movie. I love that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. love it. Yeah, well, my best friend and I keep calling each other Onion Head. We did we did that for the longest time. <laughs> I mean, even just Morris Day in the time, it's all that stuff is so yeah. good in that movie. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. yeah. What is what what was the Morris Day thing we always used to do, Ern? Uh how's the family, no? Oh, oh, that's just that's right. How's the family? Right. So good. <laughs> puts them in the puts her in the dumpster. Oh, great uh, stuff. Jerome. Oh, so good. Uh all right. So Sonny, we're up to your number one. Let me recap 
what you got here. You got some great song titles, by the way, on your list. You got <laughs> number five, Lolita. Number four, Billy Jack Bitch. Number three, Guitar, which I'm going to listen to immediately after this. Number two, let me make sure I got this right. Illusion, Coma, Pimp, and Circumstance. Yep. <laughs> number one, what do you got? All right. So the reason Prince is my number one is there's this great mix of creative, cool, love, lust, rebel, real, funny, I love James Brown. He's got a little bit of James Brown in him, right? So that that's what kind of attracted me to Prince to begin with. Because I'm an MTV kid, right? I really saw all the Purple Rain videos first. Apollonia didn't hurt. But anyway, um, so that's what got me in. My number one pick for the deep cuts today is a song off of Rave Unto the Joy Fantastic. When was the last time you heard that album? Wow. And it's a hidden track called Pretty Man. Hey now, what's up? Oh, you know how to come over here staring at a brother so hard. <laughs> Say you what? If you wanna be my baby, got to tell me so. Overcome but then later, better act like you know. If you wanna be my baby, come on, take my hand. Tell me that you wanna get with Pretty Man. It's not Party Man, it's called Pretty Man. When you say okay. it's a hidden track, what does that mean? It's a hidden track at the end of the album. Really? Yeah. So if you got the original album, it was a hidden track. And then later on, it's like on greatest, not on greatest hits, but it's on other compilations. Right? Is it on Spotify so, as the hidden track? It know? is on It is on Spotify. And I don't think it says hidden track. It just says uh, rave. It's on the album. Rave. So here's, if you've never heard the song, this is the chorus, right? If you want to be my baby, got to tell me so. Overconfident lady, better act like you know. If you want to be my baby, come on, take my hand. Tell me you want to get with a pretty man. Right? That's that's the, right? And it's got, it is all James Brown. Yeah, Dude, you will is. start chair dancing James Brown when you hear wow. it. Okay? And there's this, the funny part about this song is, dude, there's there's a verse in there. He says, in the early morning, when I feel, when I'm feeling nice, I walk by the mirror and kiss it twice. When it comes to perfume, it's on the shelf. I get it down. If ain't nobody around, I, I, I smell myself. <laughs> Dude, this, you will, I listen to this song today. 10 times in a row. I love it so much. We have just the opening repeat, to the show right there. Repeat. Just so you know, that's the opening, obviously. <laughs> oh my God. And it's, it's, it's not hip hop. It's more, more of an R and B mix. He's not really rapping in it. He's singing, but there's a lot of James Brown isms in the song. And it's one of the reasons I love Bruno Mars. One of the reasons I love Justin Timberlake. They do a lot of that stuff too. That's Absolutely. why I love, I love Bruno Mars. Just, you know, yeah. very, very Prince-like. All right, Pretty man. Aaron, we are up to your number one. I will recap where we are. Number five, When You Were Mine, stolen right from under me. Number four, P, control. Number three, what was your number three? Chains of, uh, three Chains of Gold. Yes. Number two, Anastasia. 
Number one, what do you got? <laughs> well, you, you said it already. Uh, uh, the beautiful ones from Purple Rain, the, the greatest album I've ever heard. Love this song since the first time I heard it. Um, I, as you said, the ending when he's when he's losing his mind. I I, I love that crap. The the last minute of the song is 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 one of my favorite pieces of music ever recorded. I was just going to say the same thing. It's it's one of my favorite things I've ever heard recorded in music, th that last minute. Those happy. screams that Prince does, I have never heard anybody copy those screams perfect. Nobody. And they're not just musical screams. They're like pain, agony screams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are coming from his soul, right? Absolutely. That's why they're so hard to copy. That's yes. why. Agreed. Love it. Awesome. Well, Ernie, I you know, I thought it was a great pick. It's funny because you you are the one that wanted to take Purple Rain off the table. So if Purple Rain was off the table, what would have happened? Everything would have shifted up one? Yeah, I, I have a, a list of 20 songs here. <laughs> what about that? <laughs> it's funny how I took your number one and you said to me, I'm not going to take your number one because I already know what it is. But m would, would my have num number one have made your list or no? I think, I think like number four, number four, number five. Yeah. So that leads us to my number one. So let me recap where I am. Uh, let me see. Hold on a second. Number five, Bambi. Number four, Endorphin Machine. Number three, Cinnamon Girl. I got some good titles too. Number two, Beautiful Ones. And my number one, this, it, and like I was saying before, this song has almost nothing to it. This is the most bare bones, besides like the, even more so than the acoustic stuff on Truth. Bare bones, Prince doing everything. Just, it for some reason, I, I don't even know why. First time I heard this, I always loved this song. Always wanted to actually re-record this song, cover this song. If I ever did like a solo album or something, I would do this song on the record. That's how much I love it. And that song is from Sign of the Times, The Cross. We all have our problems Some big, some are small
I, again, just just a, just a bare bones, the build of the song. It's one of those things, too, the emotion that he has vocally in this song and the way the just the song builds, but it never builds so big musically where he's, like Sonny said before, he's got to fill all 64 tracks with some kind of sample or music. It's simple guitar, simple bass, simple drums, vocals, basically no overdubs. It's just, it's Prince at his best. The whole album is perfect. So good. Yeah. The song of the cross actually reminds me of the Elvis song in the ghetto a little bit, uh, lyric yeah. wise. Yeah, it's, it's it, they're both great songs. You know yeah, the song, uh, Sonny? Oh yeah, know it very well. Uh, you know, I I had that song on a list. Uh, we were doing the heavier side of Prince once, and I had that song on the list. I'm like, this is uh, this is heavy, deceptively. Heavy. Yeah, I agree. Right, because you don't yeah. right when you put that on, you wouldn't think of it as heavy because it kind of starts with that little little you know, light guitar, but it, the way it kicks in, it's almost weirdly grungy, if anything, right? It's like... Yeah. Yep, absolutely. A great song, though. Love it. So, great, guys. So, uh, great list, obviously. Uh, I love doing these podcasts more than anything. One of the main reasons Ernie and I started this was I love to hear other people's opinions on these subjects that I love so much and that Ernie loves so much. I'd love to hear your picks, Sonny, because... I don't know most of your picks and I'm dying to go listen to them. It'll give me more new print stuff. Cause I always try to like get into an, an, a Prince album that I know, don't know, but it's, it's hard to digest some of those big albums. So I'm glad now I have little starting points that I can go kind of say, okay, let's start here. Listen to the song before it, listen to the song after it, you get a little, little thing going. And that's what I love to hear from our feedback. We get so many listeners emailing us, giving their lists like, oh my God, I would never, I totally forgot about that song or I forgot about that album or that movie. It's great to hear lists from other people and their their opinions on a subject you love. Yeah, it's weird. You know, uh, artists like Prince, there is so much out there. there is, and every song has like 10 different versions if you really want to <laughs> go deep, right? But then, you know, bands like Van Halen don't have enough music. And it's like, yeah. I'm almost mad they didn't put enough stuff out. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, man, there's so much, and I will tell you there is, it's a small percentage, but the problem is it chalks up to like 40, 50 songs that I can't really listen to by Prince. Cause I'm like, that's really out of my bangs. You are way out there now. Right. But, oh, oh, I, I, again, that's even though I, as much as I love Prince, that's why he's not my favorite artist ever because there's so much filler in some of these, especially the later records, some of the earlier records, there's not a lot of filler at all, especially, you know, those mid 80 periods where they're, they're just phenomenal. When albums have too much filler, it's hard for me to get into. That's why I love stuff like Spotify. I make a playlist of everything that I love and it's just, you know, it's a hundred something songs, whatever it is. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to go for sure. All right. Let's do a couple honorable mentions, right? Well, let's do, let's just do two quick ones each. Sonny, you first. Oh, two more. More? All right, look, as many as you want. Name, just rattle a couple off. What do you got, Sonny? Give me a couple. So I really had three that had a solid, solid shot, all significantly different. Um, I love the funk period, uh, hip-hop, whatever you want to call it. So Acknowledge Me off a of Crystal Ball, if you've never heard I that. I remember that. It's a great yep. song. Yeah. Dance beat and all that. 
Um, I, I really got into Third Eye Girl because it was bringing Prince back. So I love that song, uh, Funk and Roll, 2014. Um, when I saw them live, man, they were so good. And I had not heard Funk and Roll yet. And I'm like, what is that song? And why are you playing songs nobody's ever heard of? And then <laughs> right. like a minute in, I was like, okay, I got to go get that song. What song, what song was that album on? You know, That's great. That kind of thing. And then I'll tell you, you know, something similar to what you were talking about on the beautiful ones. You know, when you look at Purple Rain and When's Dove Cry went number one, Let's Go Crazy went number one, Purple Rain went number two. You got I Would Die For You went number eight, Take Me With You was in the top 50. You forget about Baby I'm a Star. Dude, Baby I'm a Star is Great. an amazing dance track. Right? So, and I was like, ah, I, I should really go with this because it's not on the list and technically it's not a hit, but. Like ah, it's all purple rain. Come on, I would have been okay with taking purple rain off the list, but well, I didn't have anything <laughs> off purple rain. But <laughs> he did, and I th- I'm pretty sure if I remember this correctly, he did a version of "Baby I'm a Star" with Beyonce on like I-, I guess it was an award show. I'm assuming it was. I forget what it- where it was. It is phenomenal. Y'all, we ain't got time to wait. Ooh, baby, mama. Might not know it now. Uh-huh. Ooh, baby, what the hell? So good. Look, it's it's a live version. I don't know if it's on like Spotify or something, but it's got to be on YouTube. I forget what award show it was on, but it was unbelievable. Was it a little but thing like- called the Super Bowl? Was it the, was it the Super Bowl? Oh, already? It might have been. It might have been. It might have been. I don't know. I'm not if sure it about was that. the Super Bowl. Was Beyonce on his in during his performance? Yeah, I must I have remember. Been yeah, yeah. But like even like in Baby I'm a Star, right? Those lines like "But I are right." But I are is grammatically incorrect, and I think there was people probably saying people are going to think you're ignorant, and I think he's saying <laughs> so what? I don't care. It's music. I can do whatever I want to. Yeah. Right. It's awesome. Great picks. Earn, give me a couple. Uh, I got the whole second half of um, <laughs> record um, CD2 of Emancipation. The Holy <laughs> River, Joint to Joint, Savior, Let's Have a Baby. All those songs in order. It's uh, great. Yeah. But uh, I do like Dance On, too, from Love Sexy. Emancipation and the Gold Experience are two that I probably would have never gotten into, but you you were into both of those a lot at one time, right? Oh yeah, still am. Yeah, I also have a uh, Play in the Sunshine from Sign of the Times. What a great and, uh, too. What a great and album free. cover. <laughs> I remember just seeing that that double bass yellow kid on the on the cover of Sign of the Times. Like, oh, this is awesome. Oh, it's, it's such a great album. Man. So great. Good stuff. Yeah, I got. I mean, I don't know how this wasn't a hit. I got one of the ones off Sign of the Times, Starfish and Coffee. It's just so good. <laughs> it's like, it is so catchy. It's unbelievable. It's almost, it reminds me of Sweet in a way. It's like, it's very, and not Sweet. Um, Oh my God. Squeeze. 
it's just very i don't this just the melody is so good so catchy uh what else do i got here don't he did play that the Muppets. oh he that's yeah. right i remember yeah. that uh don't play me off the truth love 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 that song i mean do it all night off dirty mind love that then some of the more popular stuff lady cab driver i love it's so good people forget about that song there's just there's so many in we mentioned darling nikki before that's on my list too forgot to me a totally forgotten track off purple rain totally forgotten if there's such a thing on on that record yeah, it's amazing to me. A lot of people talk about Purple Rain, right? That's that's the album that everybody talks about. He's only six years in at that point. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And to have a number one movie and number one album. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Probably a little scary, made this monster of a musician. And I think uh, what you were mentioning before, Joey, about there's just too much music. It's like yeah. the stuff's just oozing out of them. And good. Good Lord, we're still finding stuff in the vault that he never put out before. Like how much stuff was oozing. And then you hear guys like Paul Stanley. Well, I just, when I sit down and write, I just put it on album. I don't have a vault. You know, it's like, really? Yeah. I mean, listen, as much as these guys who write all the time, like Prince, they, they just oozes out of them. You still have to have a record company or a, a guy's filtering. Hey, I know you have 73 great songs right now. I want these 10 right now. Let's save the other 63 and we'll put, we'll put them out. <laughs> Don't put them all out at once. You can't consume it. You just can't do it. Yeah. Great guys. Great stuff. Uh, obviously big Prince fans love, you know, all this stuff, but there is a lot of stuff out there that is tough to digest. That's why I want to hear other people's opinions. Send us your emails at top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. Send us your top five Prince deep cuts. If you're a big Prince fan, just send us your favorite Prince songs. But if you if you are into deep Prince like we are, send us some of these oddball ones off, you know, Crystal Ball and on these these records that really nobody knows about, and tell us what you think of it. Because I like to go back and listen to some stuff too that I don't remember. Ernie, any last words? What do you got? Just uh, how's the family? <laughs> Oh, you look nice tonight. <laughs> Poonie. Thanks for the invite. Tons of fun. You text me and said, hey, I'm doing Prince. You want in? I'm like, yeah, I'm in. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> yes, I'm in. Um, no, but a lot of fun. And yeah, it's, uh, man, there are so many Prince fans out there. There is no doubt. I don't know if everybody's probably as deep as some of our friends are, uh, but there's a ton of Prince songs out there. And I'm hoping that what the estate does is puts vault stuff out like a little bit every year yeah. and Prince can last another 50 years. Probably. Sure. Sure. There's gotta be that much stuff. You're right. Yeah. So, but thanks for the invite. Oh my God. Anytime. L obviously you're the voice of the show. Our listeners hear your, your disgusting voice every week, right before they see and hear our beautiful voices and faces. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of set us up every week it's it's a pleasure to have you we thank you for doing that intro when as soon as i when i had to get an intro done you were the first voice i thought of i said that's the voice not the face that's the voice <laughs> i need for top five pretty man right here you just can't see me did pretty i ever man. did i ever send you a top five shirt 
I, I bought one. Oh, you have one? Well, why didn't you wear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have because one? I got I got out of the car and I came right here. So, just so people don't know, Sonny owns all of the coals across America. Uh, yeah, no, I wish I did. I wish I did. <laughs> I wouldn't work if I did. <laughs> Guys, this is a great one again. Please send your emails to top five with Joey Casada gmail.com. Uh, this is a fun episode, guys. We will see you next time. We got a couple of good ones coming up, up in the uh following weeks. We got some good guest stars coming up, right, Ern? Uh, I don't know, possibly. We'll see, we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Get out of here. Signing off. <laughs>